0: There's joy in every journey.
1: And a good Saturday morning. Excuse me. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it each and every week as we take our little journey into the outdoors before you make yours. I want to remind you this is going to be the last weekend to fish with the current Louisiana fishing license. That's right. Your license will expire on Sunday at midnight, and you'll need the new license. So if you haven't got one yet, there's lots of ways to get them. You can even do it online. Just check out the Wildlife and Fisheries website. That's a pretty easy way. Or you can stop at any of your local retail stores and renew your license. Well, we got some advisories to talk about from the Louisiana Department of Health over on the east side of the Mississippi River. Got some problems with regard to algal blooms. Uh, really manifested uh, late last week and the early part of this week. And uh, so far, however, no contaminated seafood has been found, but there are some advisories that have been issued. And a couple of places have been closed uh, to access. We'll run down those for you in just a little bit. Alabama's got some changes coming in the speckled trout and Florida regulations. That'll take place on August 1. We'll get that information out to you in just a second. And yet another Louisiana invasive species has taken hold in the state this time. It is the Asian eel. And that is the subject of our radio photo. If you want to get a look at these little ugly critters, go to my webpage, dontheoutdoorsguy.com, and what you'll find there is uh, on the radio photo, some information Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is putting out. And I'll cover that a little bit later on if you don't have access to the Internet. But it tells you uh, that they were located in Bayou St. John in New Orleans, and uh, they're doing some more research and asking the public to be on the lookout. And if you locate them, uh, to remove them and contact the department. We've got more about that coming up. All right, the Flyway Federation. You hear a lot about this group uh, with regard to duck hunters and uh, trying to improve the duck hunting, uh, the poor duck hunting that we've seen down in some of the southern states. They will be holding a series of town hall meetings all across the state of Louisiana uh, next month. I've got the dates and times. In fact, they're on my website, too. Just look right there. You see a little map of Louisiana with some duck flying across it. and Click that on and There may be a town hall meeting near you. Uh, Red Snapper. Well, according to the latest statistics, uh, we have reached 37% of that quota. And when we reach 100%, it shuts down, and, you know, summer's not even half over yet. And uh, with the busiest month, July to come, we've got fishing rodeos, and a lot of people on vacation, they'll be out there fishing. So we'll update you on the situation there. And last week, if you were tuned in, I told you about an oil supply boat. That was busted with some illegal red snapper. This week, we got a cargo ship with an illegal catch of red snapper. That's our bad boy. The outdoors will tell you his story. Got live fishing reports. We get them from our field staffers. They're strategically located across the state. They're marina operators, professional fishermen, and they keep you up to date on what they have seen and what they expect this weekend. Also, I'll tell you a little bit about my fishing trip I had this week. had a lot of fun. was fishing with a sports hall of famer and a psychic, and had a lot of fun on that. We'll tell you about catching some sockele and some brim, some bass, catfish, that kind of stuff, down in the uh, Homa area. All right, we also got more outdoors coming on immediately following this program. Devin Burgess steps in with us, and we talk uh, some of the issues and look at some of the new products with regard to firearms, and Keith Lusher, We'll have another North Shore Fishing Report. I'm sure he's going to be concentrating on situation in Lake Pontchartrain. Don't forget, you can text messages here, eight seven zero eight seven zero. Tell us who you are, where you are, what you're doing on this Saturday morning. If you got any questions or comments, we welcome those, too. Again, it seventy eight seventy. Comes right here to the studio. All right, taking a look at your coastal marine forecast. Uh, this is what you're looking at if you're headed out. I'm looking at the radar, and there was some pretty extensive storm that came across the Arkansas Arkansas line overnight into the North Louisiana Shreveport area. It is now uh, ran right a little south of Alexandria and extends from Alexandria to the Texas state line. Some heavy stuff in the front line moving southward towards Lake Charles, but... It looks like it has a tendency to to weaken and break up. So I don't know how much of that you're going to get down there, but they are calling for 50% chance of rain all across the Gulf Coast with those pop-up showers we get this time of the year. Offshore, looks like southeast winds 10 to 15, 2 to 3 feet uh, seas offshore. Inside waters, east wind 5 to 10, smooth conditions. Average tide range, uh, pretty good water movement, 1.4. And the Mississippi River gauge at New Orleans is holding steady. At 16, and wow, I wish that thing would drop and we can get that Bonnie Carrie spillway closed. They're talking about doing it in the middle of July sometime. We'll monitor all of that for you. Coming back right after this, we're going to check in with Robbie Campo. You know, he's dealing with a lot of that fresh water coming down there to the Shell Beach area. We'll find out what the fishermen did this weekend. looks like it might be a weekend you can run out and get to some of those uh, some areas in Breton Sound. And maybe avoid some of that water. Robbie's up next, right after this on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's talk to Robbie Campo, Campo's Marina in Shell Beach. Good morning, Robbie. How you doing?
2: Oh, doing good, Don. How you doing, my man?
1: Well, I guess I could complain a lot more than I do, but uh, I complain enough as it is. Look, everybody's asking a question. How far is the river water? How far do I need to go to get away from it? What can you tell us about the sound? Because it looks like weather conditions today are going to let people get out there if they want to head out.
2: Well, I'll tell you, Don, I thought the weather conditions yesterday was going to do the same thing. But uh, as it turned out, we had a north wind blowing, and uh, it turned out to be four to five footers out there, and nobody got out yesterday. So – um, not much fish caught in the sound yesterday at all. Um, and today we still have a northerly breeze here. Uh, it's not not really blowing hard, but uh, yesterday evening we got one of those little squalls passed through here, it must have blew 40 miles an hour, I, I'd imagine, uh, right, at, right around 6 o'clock. Um, but, you know, uh, I'll tell you about the river water. The ri- we've been having uh, algae bloom here for the last week. Yesterday was probably the worst I've seen it in uh, in my life but you know but but it was just it was really really bad yesterday um and this is all through the Mr. go it's it's all the way through lake barn uh around through fishing all the way to fish and smack bay so um uh, the oysters is a hundred percent lost out there right now um uh, there's no there's no life out there there's no birds there's no no bait no nothing There's the guys that's out there running checking those oyster leases, it, it said it's just it looks just desolate. It's just nothing out there. It's nothing. Just but not, but it said it looks like Nickelodeon green slime in the water. That's what it looks like. So I said, well, um, but they are catching a few fish at Curlew Freemason, you know, out in the chandeliers on a, on a on Chandelier Island. But you got to get your day to get out there. Um, they did pick up some fish earlier in a week along the Long Rocks um across in anastasia across from anastasia on them shell piles coming back toward the junk pile um all the way up to the dam uh but and for and they were catching redfish right here in by the old fort by the navy base by the lute canal you know up man, it was just it was redfish mania but i don't know if they're going to be there in this green water <laughs> i'm telling you the truth, don it changed overnight. I mean, it's like, just like overnight, it was, it was pretty water. And now it's, now it's, uh, algae bloom. So, uh, it's a kind of, you're just going to have to go out there and go see, you know, if, if there's anything in it. I, I personally don't believe there's going to be any fish in that, but you know, you'd have to try it. But, um, you know, if it's not down to the East shoreline yet, over at St. Marlowe and Biosu, I think those areas will still be, uh, pretty decent to fish over that area because um, that's, that's probably going to be the last pocket of clean water in, in Lake Bourne, you know, um, for this, for the next couple of weeks, I'd imagine. Um, uh, but, you know, like I said, it was, it was, it, it was, it was just, man, it was just like a slime green water yesterday. It was, it was really terrible. And uh, I don't think yeah. it's going to change anytime soon. And the further you go up, up west of the lake, going towards Proctor's point and, and you know Alligator Point, and going with the chef and the regularies it's just you know that's it's just it's lifeless up there. There's nothing. So um, I think you're gonna have to get at least in the Ship Channel. If 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 it's here, uh, you know on on the eastern shoreline, if it grew that much over overnight or yesterday, because I don't know, I didn't go over there, but I suspect those fish are gonna drop down into the channel, and they're gonna have they're gonna have a. Uh, a hell of a redfish catch here in this channel, you know, all the way to the dam, because it's going to push everything, you know, down, down with out. So, So, um, I suspect they're going to catch some fish down that way. So, um, I, if I was going fishing today, I might want to try to try fishing in the ship channel down by the dam, or you know, or, along those rocks by Lena Lagoon, or somewhere, you know, in that area there, because I believe I believe there's going to be a lot of fish caught in this in this uh, channel. Now, it won't be trout, but it'll be you know, reds and drums and, um, you know, sheephead and things like that. Uh, but they did catch some trout on the outside. So if you could get out there, make a left at the bridge and come on and see us, and we'll be waiting on you.
1: All right. Sounds like a, a, at least, well, given the conditions, a, at least a ray of hope to find a few fish out there. Robbie, did you talk to anybody that got deep into the Biloxi Marsh? Uh, has that stuff got up in there, or is that? Still remaining fairly clear. Not that there'd be any trout this time of the year, but places like uh Pete's Lagoon and Stump Lagoon and those areas up in there.
2: Well I, I could tell you, Don, that the oysters died up in that area. I, I know I know all the oysters in Stump Lagoon, bio Lutria, um all through Pete's Lagoon and at and at uh, Muscle Bay. Uh, I know people who have oysters back there, they're all one hundred percent dead. I don't know if the algae bloom is in is in the uh, in that area. But I do know that um, um, Bob's Lakes, Lake Eugene, all that stuff is just is just algae bloom all the way to Fish and Smack Bay. So um, and Lawson Bay is a you know Shell Island lake that's all algae bloom. So if you're going that way,
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> come back a little bit, goes just go straight east, because I mean, you're not going to catch anything there. You know Christmas Camp Lake's still good. Uh, by Comfort Island, the water's still good by Christmas Camp Lake and Comfort Island. Uh, and, and Drum Bay, the water is still good. So, that's, you got like a, a streak of water that, you know, up to the ship channel on a, you know, that's still good. Going out to, you know, Elwha and Point Chico, that water is still good, Don. Nah, it's not, we don't have algae bloom there yet. But I suspect it's been moving about two mile, growing about two or three miles a day from what, you know, from what we could see so yeah. far. So, you know, this stuff is, this stuff is alive, you know, it just grows and just blows up. That's why they call it a bloom. You know, people don't understand how it works, but it just blows up and it's been growing about two to three miles a day. So, and, and now it's really, really bad. It's real. you know, it's, it's as thick as you ever wanted to see it. So, and when this stuff dies and hits the bottom, that's when we're really going to have problems.
1: Yeah, that's so, what uh, Right. we lose the oxygen right. in the water at that point. Right, yeah. right. And then, right, uh, right. well, the good news is they're talking about shutting that spillway down, you know, in a couple of weeks at, at the latest. So, hopefully, get yeah, we'll get back on the way it, to repair. It'll, it'll, it'll take a while. It's going to take a while, but it'll you know, probably, at least it's start. It'll probably take when you get it closed. damn
2: near Katrina to turn this thing around, I guess. <laughs> Not that I'm well, looking for that. I don't trust know. Me, unless there are two I'm evils there, I,
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right,
2: right. I would rather deal with river water. Trust me, but uh, uh, I just think we're gonna. Yeah, end, you're you know, right. It's gonna, it's gonna be a minute. Believe me, it's gonna be a minute. Ain't gonna change overnight. That's for sure.
1: All right, Rob. Hang in there, Thank buddy. You. We'll see you next week.
2: All right, guys. Talk to y'all later. Bye bye.
1: All right, coming up next, uh, Captain Tophiel Bourgeois. I think he's been out at the island. Sent me a picture of a couple of big, big mule trout, hammers they call them, us see if he can figure on maybe being out there today. We'll talk to him, also get an inside area report on the west side of the Mississippi River that has not been so badly affected, that Lafitte area. We're back with Tophiel right after this time out. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And our Louisiana man is uh, Captain Tofio Bourgeois. I'd Call him the one and only, but I understand there are at least five generations of Tofiels now. You got five Tofields, uh, Tofield <laughs> coming up, bud. <laughs> we, we got them sprouting. I'm yeah. like, tree out here,
4: on them Tofils, man. We got, we got, a <laughs> we got a couple of them, man. Well, look, first I thing know.
1: I gotta ask you, I got a friend. I got a friend of mine, Brandy. She's uh, waiting no, on go you, to now, get, get out. Check? Look. Wait, can I say that again. Hey Tofield. <laughs> hey, yeah.
4: Uh, all right. Well, for know. some reason, I dropped you. Did you hear? What I asked you about that uh, that little video I sent you, allergy No, did you, I,
1: did you hear? Oh, well, I su- No, I have not seen that yet. But you, I, I don't guess you heard what I asked you because a friend of no. mine, Brandy, and her crew is getting ready to head out to the islands to try to catch some fish out there. What uh, What day did you catch those big hammer trout?
4: Actually, we've we been going every day, man. Actually, uh, not one from the same location. So uh, one of those pitches from yesterday, one from the day before yesterday. So a lot of walking, covering a lot of ground. So uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. just be prepared to move because it's not like, uh, you know, you know before we had to deal with the river water ceremonies that y'all talking about and stuff, you could pretty much turn everybody loose and everybody's catching fish no matter which direction they walked no matter which direction they did where now you you got to make you got to make that move and the way it is it's just little pods of fish the thing when you find them you better stay with them so i tell my, my people as we walk and you, know, you hit a fish everybody open your legs and start playing cats just don't move because if you keep your feet together then just naturally you're going to want to move you're going to want to keep walking forward and that's the worst thing you could do so right now um, I've seen this happen a bunch of times when the water's crystal clear, so I know what happens when the water's a little stained up, is uh, if you spook a, a school of speckled trout, they'll take off, and they'll spook the next group of trout over the grass bed, and the next one, it'll keep going. It's a domino effect. So it's real important to whenever you're fishing, when you wade fishing stuff, if you you find a fish, stop walking. That's the most important thing I can tell people is, you know, just uh, stop concentrating your fish and start easing on. So, uh, you know, on the grass that's down right now, there's a lot of loose grass, so it's really hard to get some top water action. But I had a couple of days I was able to squeeze a few in there between all the the suspended grass out there. So uh, did catch a few nice trout on top water, so that's it's good. But like it's very, it's very aggravating when you have loose grass and you make about you throw uh, you know throw 100 feet and make about a five foot five foot uh, say walking a dog, and all of a sudden it looks like you're walking a a green frog swimming across the duck pond. It's, you know, you don't walk anymore once you get grass on the hook. So it makes it, uh, makes it a little tough, you know, to do that. But, you know, overall, it's been good. Now, um, I actually sent you a video. You can check it out. I was kind of hesitant on posting it on the site. And basically the area that he was talking about, like around Chico and Compton Island and stuff, uh, I got a video of that, that algae boom they're talking about. So uh, I sent it to you. You can check it out. I'll post it later and see. But I've been kind of keeping an eye on it. So it's – uh it's topics that we talked about. I actually put a video a couple of days on, on about it, you know, just from all the, all the fertilizers, everything coming down the river and coming to the lake. And now basically suspending out there in Chandler Sound, Breton Sound. So I think July, August, you know, let's say late July and August, we're going to have issues, you know, with, with uh, with that, say red zone, it's going to probably it's going to happen, you know, but, uh, it's all part of things we got to deal with, I guess, on a daily basis. You know, see, uh, see what's going on. Now for us inside down, like right here in, in Lafitte area, where we're not really affected by the river water that much, um, we've been making some long runs uh, from here. you know, catch a lot of redfish here close. But naturally, everybody wants some trout and Everyone's looking for trout. So we've been going on the backside of Grand Isle. Down went all the way to Empire uh, yesterday, which is a nice run out of Lafitte, all the way to the Empire jetties. And he caught fish the whole way. Now, he said the water water's really dirty. He said they probably caught about 300 trout, kept 30. So to give you an idea, there's a lot of little fish out there. So you just got to kind of make the, you know, make the run. And uh, he said every place they stopped, they caught fish. Now, they were throwing plastic and it didn't have no live bait. He said that they didn't throw top water because the water's so murky, but the fish are there. But so the thing is, even though the water's dirty sometimes, you just got to fish it, you know, close your eyes, act like you can see two foot down <laughs> and and try to, try to get you some good fishing on so uh you know for southeast louisiana you know we you it's good fishing man the weather's nice i mean yesterday a monster come through that wind catch you by your house yesterday Don. that big gust that blew through
1: yeah i think it got everybody it it got most of all southeast louisiana yeah i had broken limbs and a bunch of stuff i thought it was a tornado coming i could hear it rocking you know it was really roaring through didn't drop a lot of rain here but boy it was windy
4: yeah, I was I was in about maybe, I guess, an hour before it hit. So I'm kind of glad I wasn't in the air. <laughs> that wouldn't have been Ooh, too no, fun.
1: No, <laughs> not a good place.
4: No, no, not at all. But like I said, well, uh, you know, for for as fishing overall, like I said, double thumbs up down here, man, to so see, uh, you know, see what's going on. So I'm guessing you're going to be getting some good reports just across the board of just uh, it's the time. And like I said, summertime here, kids are still, you know, out of school for the summer months, I would say definitely we have some boats available. Y'all yeah, want to go try and do a little speckled trout fishing or some red fishing, you definitely give Joe a holler. Check out the website, com. see what's going on there. Like I said, remember, ever Tuesday is Tofield Tuesday. We talk about whatever. I'm sure the topic's going to start talking about You know, we always talk about the river water and where it's at and where the fish at, So that's always a a pretty good topic, and, uh, and like I said, as always, if uh, you're in the area, want to come check us out, man? Come uh, <clears throat> come smell my 586 rose bushes that we got planted down here. <laughs> come smell some of these roses, man, and uh, get with Joe, then she'll uh, definitely hit, hook you up for a lunchtime little venue. So that'll be good. And uh, right. we'll see, Don. Never made my frog yet, but uh, the mud boats sitting here have not made a frog trip since June. So uh, it's, they're out there. <laughs> so. We'll see what's going on. Oh, they
1: there.
4: are. Yeah, definitely. So we'll, we'll get this plane loaded up, man. Like I said, we'll be looking for your friend out there. Tell her just move around. <laughs> yeah, i tell you what. i tell you this real yeah. quick, Don. Freemason, man, uh, in the last month has, has claimed five boats already. A lot of people go to Freemason and don't realize you wow. get really close to it. Five different boats got washed up on top of Freemason Island. So when that weather kicks up, you you drag anchor. And once you touch that shore on that, that steep bank, you ain't getting off it. So five boats been sunk out there in the last you know last month, and I got they got a couple still sitting yeah. on it. I mean, just be careful. You know, the weather's, weather's pretty right now, you're talking about open water and things happen quick. So just uh, word to live, right. watch for Good so, advice.
1: Right. Right, okay, guys. buddy, go get them. We'll talk to you next week.
4: Yeah, you're right. All right, guys. See you.
1: There he goes. Yeah, we play the Padonka donker. That's one of his favorite baits, especially for fishing out there on the islands. It's a topwater bait, move side to side, kind of like a padonkadonk type of thing. All right, we'll be right back after this. Checking on your text messages that are coming into eight seventy eight seventy. Also going to tell you about some areas that are closed due to the algal bloom. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, I uh, did get some information on some, some area closures. Uh, well, Mississippi Gulf Coast, they kind of shut down their beaches uh, St. Tammany Parish President uh, Pat Brister announced that the St. Tammany Fishing Pier uh, is going to be shut down until further notice because of the Louisiana Department of Health's algae bloom warning. Now, they are urging, this is the Department of Health, to avoid contact with the water and the algae itself, but they also advise against harvesting and eating fish from the lake during the bloom. And, and uh, out of caution, they are called as well as the St. Tammany Parish Fishing Pier until further notice. Uh, the thing about algae blooms and seafood, they're, they're constantly sampling and tex- testing it. They have not found any contaminated seafood. Algae blooms are a couple of different types. Uh, one takes the oxygen out of the water, which gives you that, what some people call it red tide, and with no oxygen in the water or very low levels, nothing can breathe. With gills, fish, crab, shrimp, it dies and it can spoil from being there in the water in a hot temperature. Uh, the other type of, of algae produces a neurotoxin, which is very deadly. It can make people sick and even cause a fatality. But uh, so far, that that is much rarer, and none of that has been reported. Um, as far as the fish itself, um, you know, algae doesn't really get into the meat. Algae is a, it's a plant that does have some bacteria in it, and, but, you know, you just have to leave it up to the individual whether they want to consume fish that are coming out of these areas with algae blooms. Uh, they so far have not received any information about anything contaminated showing up from that. All right, uh, we're going to pause 10 seconds for our stations to identify, and I'll be back with a couple of your text messages right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we're hearing from uh, some of our regular listeners, uh, Lafayette Yacker, He's out there in Shell Beach. Uh, he was waiting for sunrise to get out there and put the yak in. He's got some boudin biscuits. Sounds like he's in good shape. Hope you find some of those redfish in close within paddling distance there, Yakker. Uh, Justin from Gentility in the wildlife area. He says there's nothing going on there but the heat and the bugs. Uh, he's sorry to algae bloom means no fishing in Lake Pontchartrain. Well, there is some fishing still going on. Redfish sheephead can tolerate a lot of that fresh water. Trout pretty much gone from there, and then it's up to the individual what they want to do with those fish when they catch them. Uh, Doug and Greg, they're going to Lake Verrette looking for some catfish, brim, and suckley. I had one of those trips this week with the crappie psychic, uh, Captain Clyde Foltz, and we took along a ca- uh, Coach Roger Cater of Southern University, recently retired and was recently inducted into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, and we caught a mixed bag. I have been getting some very good reports from Lake Verret. Doug, you and Greg have a good time down there. And let me know. Text me back when you get out there. Let me know what you're catching. All right, if you want to text us, it's 870-870. That's our text message. It comes right in here to the studio. And when we come back after this break, we're going to check in with Captain Kirk, find out what's going on over in southwest Louisiana, over by the Calcasieu area. I'm starting to get some decent trout reports. They also are dealing with fresh water, not nearly to the extent of algae blooms like there is in the east side of the state. But uh, some, some trout catches came in this week, and not a lot of size to them typically for what you normally would expect there. We'll get the skinny from Captain Kirk right after this pause on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And let's boldly go where very few men have gone before. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people have gone there. are talking about Hackberry Rod and Gun, and they fish with the Stansel brothers. Captain Kirk joins us now. Kirk, uh, give us the, the situation over there. I know you guys had some problems with freshwater, nowhere near the big problems that have happened over on the east side of the river in Lake Pontchartrain and Lake Bourne and Lake Catherine and on out into Breton Sound. Uh, I did get a few reports midweek that people were catching quite a few trout, but they were small. They're not the usual hammers that you guys get over there.
3: There's a lot of small trout right now, but there's plenty of keepers too. Uh, you know, you just gotta, you know, fat spots and you know. If if you got some keepers with the little ones, weed, you can weed through them. But otherwise, it's all going to pick up and move. Uh, there's a lot of birds working, uh, especially in West Cove. But there's a lot of little fish. There's certain little pocket areas that have uh, decent fish. And the fishing was tough. You know, when we had all that wind up into, uh, oh, I guess about three days ago. And then man, we we've, we've been doing real well. Uh, some of the, the artificial reefs on the lake uh, started catching fish yesterday. And, I mean, I, I had one boat. He was in uh, – he had his limit at 7.40 yesterday morning. So, uh, and back in the marshes, we're catching bigger trout. in the marshes where normally, you know, you catch those little ones. and uh, But there, we're catching some three- and four-pounders back in the marsh. So, there's some nice fish.
1: And how are y'all fishing them, Kirk?
3: Well, uh. Either soft plastic or live either uh live bait, live shrimp under a popping cork or soft plastic. It, it just depends on the skill uh how skilled our fishermen are.
1: Now Am the I plastic you have thrown under the cork okay. too. No,
3: uh, no uh, well you I'm can here. go either you can go <laughs> uh, you can go either way, uh uh with a cork or tight lining. I prefer tight lining because you can work the bait up high in the water column if the fish are up high or uh, you know, bounce the bottom if you need to. Uh, especially out on the artificial reef yesterday, the artificial, early in the morning, the live shrimp did best. But uh, later in the morning, the fish went down. If you were just uh, bouncing it off the bottom, off, of, off that shell, and that, that reef, uh, you're throwing a 5 ounce jig head, a little heavier, to ke- keep it down there, you were catching them on the bottom. And, you know, these fish were anywhere from 14 to 16, 17 inches. So uh, you kind of get away from the little ones like that.
1: Got it.
5: But the live, Kirk, there may be a lot of
1: people that, I was just going to say, there may be a lot of people that not familiar with fishing that area, and because their areas are, are compromised right now, might want to come over there and fish a little bit. What do you suggest as a, a launching place and a starting point if someone that's totally uh, new to the area wants to come fish?
3: I, I would suggest, you know, fishing the lower end, the south end of the lake right now, because still, water's still pretty fresh, especially up on the north end. Uh, the water is cleaning up. It's not beautiful by any means at all, but the fish are there. Uh, I would launch, let like say, A-Bears on the east side. I mean, some people launch Calcachie Point. They don't mind a long boat ride. But the Hagberry area was live bait at Spicers. You get the live shrimp and boat launches there. Uh, and there's some some uh, public ramps down, uh, you know, in the refuge just south of Hagberry. So there are quite a few ramps, but I would, uh, I would right. definitely target mid-lake south. And today with these winds. Well, it might be a good idea
1: the, to book a trip.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got some openings. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking uh, this morning the jetties might be good because we've had a real calm night. And uh, one, one of our boats went out yesterday and uh, caught his limited trout at, at the uh, rigs offshore. And he had some really nice fish. Uh, so, I mean, the fish are here. You know, now that we've got some calm weather, we're catching them better. When, when it's windy, it makes it tough. I mean, because, you know, Calcasieu, we catch all our, most of our fish out on the open water, you know, the open reefs and stuff out in the middle. Right. And, you know, if you get anything 15 miles an hour or more, it, it just blows it out. And they really need to stay under 10. So, but uh, the redfish... Kirk, fish um,
1: I saw some weather moving down. glad you're yeah, talking about redfish? Go
3: ahead. Yeah, the redfishing has been really tough this year for us, Don. I, I don't know what it is. Normally, you know, on those windy days, you know, if the trout aren't biting, you can always find a shoreline to catch redfish. But we're we're struggling to catch reds. Uh, like I went in the marsh yesterday. We caught some trout. The trout bite stopped. Then we went redfishing. And I stayed anchored in one spot for two hours and it just catch a redfish every now and then. And that's the best redfishing I've seen in a while. You know, we caught ten reds. Uh, <laughs> and, and it was, you know, <laughs> just every now and then you'd get a bite. They just don't seem to be ganged up
1: or schooled and you know, up. Over, and, and on the east side, it was totally the opposite. You know, uh, just reds everywhere, and it's still kind of like that, even with the algae bloom and everything, because they don't require the salt water like a trout does. But right, they don't. It's, but, uh, you but, know, crazy how one side of the state. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah normally, one side
1: gets the red fish, and the other gets the trout.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, normally this time of year, you know, from May and June. I mean, it's no problem catching redfish, but this year has been different. We've just, since about, I guess, the middle, late part of April, our redfish disappeared.
1: Mm. Well, hopefully they'll be yeah. back in time for the fall, you know.
3: Oh, they, they usually do. Usually September they show up good, yeah, you know, get that good fall run. But but yeah. the trout are here. There's, I mean, I haven't yeah. seen little trout like this. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just everywhere you go. It's little old tiny micro trout. I call them. I'm talking six, eight, ten inches. Just <laughs> little bitty things.
1: Wow. Yeah,
3: yeah. I well. mean, it, they're just—they
1: grow pretty quick. So they do grow quick. So it, you know,
3: it should be good for the fall. They should be a bunch come come the fall run. All right,
1: Kurt, give out the information people want to find you. All right. Well,
3: uh, we, it, our number's uh eight eight eight. 762 3391. Uh, Our website is Hackberry Rod and Gun. Spell out the word and.com. You go to our website, Don. You know, we've got those live webcams, and uh, it shows, you know, the guys when they come in, they dump in their fish and all. You can see what we're catching.
1: All right. We will do that. Thank you, Kirk. We'll see you next time, my friend. Have a good day. All right. Thank you. You have a good day, too. All right, Captain Kirk Stancil, Hackberry Rod and Gun. Coming back after this, we're going to take you down to Grand Isle where the fishing has been really good for speckled trout, unaffected by river water so much down there. Of course, the wind, you, know, you got to play the wind down there. That can be your problem. But if not, uh, boy, it yeah, have been some really good catches down there this week, this year. In fact, this week, too. We'll be back to talk to Daryl Carpenter. I believe he's getting ready for vacation soon, but uh, he's got a few fish to catch before he goes. Back with his report right after this. Yeah, let's check on uh, what's going on in the Grand Isle area, realscreamers.com, and Daryl Carpenter joins us now. Daryl, uh, first of all, what kind of winds are you getting? I got people texting me saying they're getting north winds that are straightening flags out, and forecast is calling for 5 to 10. What are you seeing down there? Well, Don, about,
5: about an hour ago it was dead calm. I mean, the cups on the wind vane wasn't turning at all, but we've got a line of clouds that, that are starting to ball pretty good right above the island. Uh, looks like we've got a little squall trying to develop and they're right. It's, it's kicked up to about 15 out of the northeast. Um, I'm just hoping it does what it does and gets out of here instead of like yesterday afternoon where we had 50 mile an hour winds blow up on us. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think to the west, you know it looks clear to the west. Uh, but yeah, you got a squall developing right on top of the island and that's where these winds are kicking up from.
1: All right, so when that happens, what do you what does your plan change to as far as, uh, unless you want to run away from it, if you're going to hang around the island area, what would you suggest, hanging on the backside yeah, was, or moving up into the marsh?
5: Yeah, well, that's our plan for today. Uh, the The folks I have are real susceptible to getting seasick, so we can't go out front today. Uh, but with this thing sitting right on top of us, I'm not going to get far. You know, first couple of stops, I'm not going to get far from somewhere I can run in case it starts throwing lightning and stuff, in case, you know, if it actually does develop. Uh, it's not raining anywhere down here yet, but it looks like it's going to pretty soon. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's the best thing. You just got to kind of got to suck it up and, and decide, you know, I caught the tail end of Toe Field's little deal about about all the boats and the weather kicking up. It's that time of the year. We've had a couple of boats sink over on Grand Isle because they got in too close and stayed too long when the weather blew up. And no fish is worth losing your stuff or, or you know, or getting injured over so we're going to modify things a little bit this morning. We're going to go probably catch a few dinks and, uh, you know, uh, ruin, ruin some live shrimp and uh, see what else we can put in the box. But other than that, I mean, out front's been – when that wind finally calmed down earlier this week, we were able to get back out front, and that's when the fish started showing back up. They, uh, you know, I mean, good catches big fish too a bunch of big fish mixed in back behind the island it's like you were talking with kirk it's it's a bunch of dinks and a bunch of little ones and it's, it's been a little bit weird though don kind of like he was saying it's it's you know go to plastic we uh we start off the day the, the big fish are coming on the croakers croakers on the bottom we're free lining them out there but then all of a sudden you see shrimp start erupting all around the boat with fish chasing shrimp but if you throw a shrimp out there they won't hit it You throw a piece of plastic out there, and they annihilate it. I mean, as soon as it hits the water, they're blowing up on it. So it's been kind of weird, and like we talk every week, you just got to go with a full arsenal and be be ready to adjust to what's happening around you.
1: Redfish, somebody just got their heart set on redfish. Where would you suggest they go?
5: Oh, they've started showing up, Don. We've been, uh, you know, for I guess since the week after Easter or so, we've kind of been scratching our head, and we've kind of deduced that those redfish might be attracted to some of that fresh water. But uh, but the new crop of crabs is coming out. Uh, the, the little crabs are starting to come. We've been running up toward the, the, the uh, Lafitte area, you know, that area halfway in between Grand Isle Lafitte, the Little Lake area, uh, Basa Basa, those areas have all started, just this week, started to show a consistent catch of redfish.
1: Very good. Daryl. thanks for the report. RealScreamers.com, they can find you. Give us that phone number. 225 937 Six two eight eight. All right, go get them, my friend. We'll catch up with you next week, and we'll be back right after the top of the hour break with our number two of the Outdoors with Don Debute radio program.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.